chapter 10, an old secret. I think this might be the last chapter in the book. Let me check. Nope, second to last chapter. So we'll read chapter 10 and then there'll be chapter 11 and then the book will be done. Okay, chapter 10. Uncle Max was glad to see his brother's father, his brother's family coming to visit. Benny had come too. You see, I've started to cut a long window, Max said, pointing at the front wall of the restaurant. This place is already a lot lighter. The boys have a question they want to ask you, Max, said Mrs. Beach. I hope I can answer it, he said. Sam told him about the newspaper stories about Willie Carver, Mrs. Carver, and the Johnsons. Before he'd finished, Uncle Max began to nod his head. Yes, he said. Our father bought the house from Joseph Carver, but I remember it had to be all cleaned up because so many children had lived there. Don't you recall that, John? No, I guess you were too little to notice. I guess I was, Mr. Beach said. Then there was something else, Uncle Max said and frowned. I can't think. It was a visitor? I was only a kid myself. Oh, think hard, begged Sammy. Was the visitor a man or a woman? It was a man, answered Uncle Max. A young man. He came to see our father. He spoke in a way that seemed funny to me. You know, he said rather in for, instead of rather. That sounds English. Mrs. Beach said. Well, Uncle Max went on, my dad and the young man went upstairs all over the house. They were looking for something, but I don't know what it was. I'm sure they didn't find anything because the young man was disappointed when he left. Did they go up to the third floor? Benny asked. Yes, I remember climbing the stairs behind them. Jeffrey looked ready to burst with an idea. He said, I can guess who that was. It must have been Willie Carver. He would have been grown up then, and maybe he wanted to find his old room. Benny said, I think you're right, Jeff. I think he never forgot that big rocking horse. Sammy said he'd never guessed part of his old room had been closed off and the door covered with wallpaper. He must have thought the toys and rocking horse were lost or taken by somebody else. It does all fit in, said Uncle Max, quite a mystery. If his grandmother closed that room off, she never told him about it. And now let's talk about your restaurant, said John Beach. Max shook his head. I haven't thought of a good name for it yet. Sammy could not wait. I have. It's the most stupendous name. The Rocking Horse. Uncle Max burst out laughing. It's a stupendous name, Sammy. How did you ever think of it? Well, you know that rocking horse that belonged to Willie. We could bring it down and put it beside the door and then all the other old toys on shelves around the room for children to look at. Mrs. Beach said, I think everyone would like to see those toys. They're so old and interesting. We must have a sign outside, cried Uncle Max. I can make it myself just exactly like the old rocking horse. I'll have to see it first. Right, said his brother. I know you like to draw. Come and have dinner with us tomorrow and see the toys. Uncle Mac Max winked at Sammy. I'd like to eat in that treehouse, he said. Let's make it a backyard dinner, Mr. Beach said. And invite the Aldens, Jeffrey said. That would make 10, said Sammy instantly. <laughs> I'll come and bring two apple pies, agreed Uncle Max. Oh, good, said Sammy. You make the best apple pies I ever ate, except that one that Jesse made using a glass bottle for a rolling pin. When the Aldens came over to the backyard at the beach house the next evening, they were surprised. Mr. Beach had brought out a charcoal stove. I didn't know you could cook, Dad, said Jeffrey. I think I can cook hamburger, his father said. A few minutes later, Uncle Max came in the yard. He was carrying two apple pies and a small package wrapped in brown paper. Henry took one pie and Jesse took the other, but Uncle Max kept the package. He said hello to everyone and then he looked up at the treehouse. He walked all around it. That's a good treehouse, boys, he said. It's better than ours. And where's that round window? You can't see it from the ground, said Jeffrey. Climb up onto the tree and we'll show you. You're going to eat dinner up here with us, you know. 
The two boys had climbed the rope ladder, but Uncle Max went up the ladder. Henry had made a wooden cover for the knothole. Jeffrey opened it and took out the telescope and gave it to his uncle. See, he said, look under the roof right over there. There it is, said Uncle Max, you're right. When dinner was ready, Sammy and Jeffrey let down the bucket, the basket rather, and Jesse put in paper plates with hamburger and pickles. There was milk for the boys and coffee for Uncle Max. Later, there was pie and cheese. After dinner, it was time to show Uncle Max the attic. Jeffrey and Sammy started off with him when Mr. Alden surprised them by getting up. I'd like to go too, he said. The boys showed Uncle Max the wallpaper, the round window, and all the toys. Then they showed him the rocking horse. Uncle Max took a tape measure out of his pocket. He measured the horse and the rockers, and he looked carefully at the colors. Then he drew a picture of the horse on a sketch pad he brought. I see how well you draw, Mr. Alden said. That'll be a fine sign. I'd like to help with the new restaurant in some way. Why don't you buy what you need for the sign and send the bill to me? Uncle Max agreed because he knew that Mr. Alden was really interested in the restaurant. When everyone was in the yard again, it was almost time to go. Uncle Max said, I've been thinking about the mystery of the closed room. I thought I didn't have any clues, but perhaps I'm wrong. Now Uncle Max took the package that he'd brought. He took off the brown paper and held out a leather covered book. There were words in, the go in golden letters on the cover. They said, household journal. Everyone waited for Uncle Max to explain. When we moved away from this house, he said, we packed our books into boxes. I did not have any reason to look at the books that belonged to me for a long time. But when I did, I found this book that had been packed with mine. It never belonged to me, so it must have been a mistake. Uncle Max opened the book, and everyone saw that about half of it was filled with handwritten notes. In fact, it looked like a diary with dates written in it. To tell the truth, Uncle Max said, I thought I might tear out these pages and use the rest of the book for sketching, but I never did. I just kept the book. It wasn't my father's book, and I decided it must have been left in the house at one time and mixed in with our books. Sammy couldn't wait any longer. But what does it say, he said, he asked. Uncle Max, uh, Uncle Max said, I knew you'd ask. I've been reading it, and now I think this belonged to Mrs. Carver, Willie's grandmother. She wrote down people who came to visit, things she ordered for the house, and vegetables for her own garden. The children didn't see how this would help solve the mystery, but they waited. Look here, Uncle Max said. Here's a page dated April 5th, 1910. It shows that Mrs. Carver bought five rolls of wallpaper for little W's room, it says. Jesse said, that's the paper with the drums and toys used for the closet and for Willie's room. She was getting ready for his visit. Uncle Max turned the page. For July 10, it says W's birthday ordered cake and favors for 10 children. That's right, Sammy said. We read about the party in the old newspaper at the library. It's the one Mrs. McGregor remembers. Now, said Uncle Max, if you can read this last page for yourself. The date was August 15, 1910. The writing was faded and hard to read. It was Jessie who puzzled it out. And this is what she read. House rent to Johnson family. Cannot bear to think of strange children playing with W's toys. Finished paper and closet before packing to leave. Hope to return next year. For a minute, everyone was quiet. Then Benny said, that makes our guest right. Mrs. Carver closed up the room herself. She never told anyone, Henry said. She thought she was coming back, but we know that she didn't. And so the rocking horse has been missing this whole time and hiding, said Jeffrey. I'm glad we were the ones who found it. Uncle Max said, I am too. And now the rocking horse will have a new home and lots and lots of children will see it, I hope.
Treehouse Mystery, Chapter 11. This is the last chapter of Treehouse Mystery, and it's called Lost and Found. There was plenty to do to help Uncle Max get his restaurant open. Jesse and Violet made bright yellow curtains for the big window. Jeffrey and Sam wrote a story about the rocking horse. Mr. Alden had it printed on placemats with a picture of the rocking horse in the middle. Henry and Benny helped paint and make shelves to hold the old toys. Uncle Max put up his new sign outside. The Rocking Horse Restaurant was to have its big opening day on a Saturday. There was an advertisement in the Greenfield News, and on Friday, Henry, the other Aldens with Sammy and Jeffrey, took the old toys to Uncle Max. Jesse and Violet had flowers to put on the tables. Jeffrey and Sammy carried Willie Carver's wonderful old rocking horse from the Alden station wagon. Soon, the horse was standing on its own special place just outside the door on one side, just inside the door at one side. Children coming in could see it and pat its nose, but they could not ride it. That would have been too much for the old horse. On opening day, the restaurant was clean and shining. The new windows let in the sunlight, and Uncle Max had bought more tables and chairs. The new sign was hung outside on an iron pole. Placemats were on the table, and everything was ready. The Aldens and the Beaches came before noon. Um, everyone was almost too excited to do anything, but they helped Uncle Max in every way they could. Jesse and Violet set the tables. Benny and the Beach Boys peeled potatoes. You certainly are a lot of help to me, said Uncle Max. What should I do without you? Sammy said, I guess you act, think we act as if the Rocking Horse restaurant is ours. Anyway, we can't just, we just can't stay away. Jesse said, I almost wish we weren't going on our vacation so soon. We're leaving next week. I'm sorry, said Uncle Max. I didn't know your Aldens were going away so soon. But Sammy said, we'll be here, Uncle Max. Jeffrey added, we'll keep you company. We'll come to lunch and dinner often. Everything was ready now. There was nothing to do but wait. At 11 o'clock, no customers had come. Everyone was afraid there wouldn't be any customers at all. But at half past 11, they changed their minds. They were afraid there would be too many customers. More and more people kept coming in. Many children came. They loved the rocking horses, the rocking horse and the story on the placemats. And they liked Uncle Max's cooking too. They begged their parents to bring them again. When all the customers had gone, the Aldens of the Beaches sat down to talk over the day. What a success it had been. John Beach said, of course, this was your biggest day. It won't be like this every day. I hope not, said Uncle Max. I like to wait on the children myself. I like to hear them talk. It'll be fine if the restaurant is just busy enough for me to do all the work. Well, you heard them today, said Benny. The children certainly had a good time. They'll be back. Suddenly, Uncle Max began to laugh. He said, I almost forgot. Now that we're alone, I have a surprise for everyone. Excuse me a minute. Uncle Max went behind the counter and came out carrying an enormous cake. Just look at that cake, exclaimed Jesse. Did you make it, Uncle Max? I did, said Uncle Max. I want to say thank you to everyone. Max had done his best. The frosting was creamy white, decorated with pink roses and pale green leaves. In the middle of the cake was a beautiful rocking horse made of frosting. Oh, it's almost too pretty to cut, said Violet. The cake was as good as it looked. It was soon cut and everyone began to eat. It was a wonderful way for Uncle Max to say thank you. As Sammy finished his large piece, he said, I want to tell you something, Benny. Go right ahead, said Benny. I'm listening. I want to thank you for everything, said Sammy. I didn't know how to pull out a nail and I couldn't climb. I didn't know how to make things and I didn't even know how to make friends. And now I can make friends with anybody. The others listened. They knew it was true. But Benny said, 
Now you listen, Sammy. Thank you for all you taught me. I taught you, cried Sammy. I couldn't teach you anything. Oh, yes, you did, Sammy. I learned from you and Jeffrey that sometimes I ought to shut my mouth and stop talking and think. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, don't, Ben, said Jesse. You wouldn't be Benny anymore if you didn't talk all the time. I'll think about it anyway, said Benny. Everybody laughed. Then Jeffrey said, I've been thinking too, and I think we ought to thank the Aldens for the treehouse. If they hadn't helped us build that treehouse, none of this would have happened. That's right, Jeff, said Sammy. We would have never found the spyglass. We would have never found the little round window, added Jeffrey. And you never would have found the rocking horse, said Mrs. Beach. And there wouldn't have been a rocking horse restaurant, said Mr. Beach. Uncle Max nodded his head. A lot of things have been lost and found. The spyglass, the rocking horse, a whole room, and a brother. He looked at John Beach. Without the treehouse, I don't think I would have found my brother quite so soon. Do you, John? I have to agree, Max. And I'm glad we're good friends at last. He shook hands with Max. When it was time to go home, Mrs. Beach took Jesse and Violet by the hand. She smiled at them, but she said nothing. Mr. Beach went out with Mr. Alden. He said, after this, our family's going to have fun together, just the way you do. We have found that our boys mean more to us than anything else in the, in the whole world. Good, said Grandfather. I'm glad. I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn that the hard way a long time ago. And as he said this, he thought about how his grandchildren had once made a home for themselves in an old train boxcar. As Henry drove home, Benny said, we had a lot of fun, but the best part about the whole thing is Mr. Beach and Uncle Max being friends again. And everyone agreed with Benny. The end.